Hello, and welcome to the Where People Meet podcast, the event technology podcast series for the worldwide meetings and events industry. I'm your host, Mitch Malinsky, Head of Strategic Partnerships here at Feedloop in beautiful Toronto, Canada. And today I'm joined by the lovely Leanne Calderwood, entrepreneur, thought leader, events expert, the list goes on. Having extensive event planning experience, Leanne has taken a recent interest in one of the business world's most powerful tools, LinkedIn. Specifically, how event planners can utilize this tool to bring their A-game to their day-to-day activities. Leanne, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Mitch. Glad to be here. Of course, we're really excited for this. So, Leanne, if you wouldn't mind, let's start with you telling everyone a bit about yourself and your background in the meetings and events industry. Yeah, sure. So I've been in the industry now um, over 20 years. I started as a corporate and association planner uh, about 15 years ago is when I transferred or sorry, transitioned into site selection. So I now help meeting planners find their ideal venue and destination for their meetings and events programs. So I'm actually still doing that. But of course, when the big pause hit a couple of years ago, uh, I picked up a different file off the corner of my desk. And that's when I started to really look at how we can grow our businesses in using LinkedIn and of course, using our personal brands as well. Fantastic. I find it really interesting transitioning from the role of an event planner to now site selection, consulting, speaking, and thought leadership. Why did you take a particular interest in personal branding and LinkedIn? Yeah, well, that journey started long before March 2020 um, when I started in site selection. um, And I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, site selection, Mitch, but we kind of sit on both sides of the fence as associates. We, yes, we are meeting planners and we're looking um, at our programs through the meeting planner lens and ensuring that all of those um, things are in place so, so that our meeting planners can have success. But we're also building our own business. So we're also sales professionals. And so when I was learning the world of sales 15 years ago, um, some of those traditional sales methods, they just weren't resonating with me. They just were not as comfortable as I thought I could be in this sales role. So I started playing with a few theories. I started thinking about, okay, what what can I do in social media to create some inbound sales um, for my site selection business? And that's when I really started to look at LinkedIn. So even though I've been on LinkedIn for, I think, 16 years, it was really only about eight or nine years ago that I got intentional about using it to kind of grow my site selection business. Um, I also started a blog, which bounced into a YouTube channel. And that's where I kind of honed my love, I suppose, for speaking and training. Um, I was just speaking and training to one. That was me and my little webcam, but really enjoyed having that conversation and inviting people into my story with my YouTube videos. um, And of course, then my LinkedIn presence as well. So when it was time to kind of look at different projects, um, like most people did in March of 2020, it made natural sense for me to explore more in that area. I enjoyed public speaking. I, of course, enjoyed using LinkedIn and was always testing new theories. So now it was time to show other people the power of the platform um, and share with them what I had already learned 
um, so that they didn't have to make the same mistakes that I did way back when, when I was using LinkedIn to, to grow my business. That's incredible. So you really were one of those early adopters, eh? <laughs> I, was, hey, I was. I was an early Twitter and an early LinkedIn. I cannot say I was early TikTok. Um, I, I can't hold that title. I'm still learning TikTok, but I'm getting there. Just be patient with me. <laughs> Another uh, tool in your arsenal. That's great. Mm -hmm. For me, I, I really agree. LinkedIn is a very powerful tool. As a fellow sales professional, it, uh, it did take me a while to actually adopt it and add it to my arsenal just because I viewed it as yet another form of social media that I did not need to add to my, uh, to my app store. And after adding it, it did take a while for me to really learn the learn the basics, get a hold of it. But it is an incredibly powerful tool, especially when you look at it for things like networking. They've got a wonderful LinkedIn learning module. I try to do one course every week. It's uh, it's getting better and better day after day. Yeah, yeah. It's you know LinkedIn had um, a few different reputations over the years, right? It started out as that job recruitment and job seeking platform. Right. So Mitch, for people like you and I who aren't currently looking for employment, we didn't spend a lot of time on the platform. Um, but now it's become this thought leadership platform. And you used a great word, you know, social media. LinkedIn, if we can put it in a different bucket, it's not a social media platform. I think it's a thought leadership platform. And that's where it really sets itself apart from the Facebooks and the Instagrams of the world. Um, and it doesn't mean that Facebook can't be professional as well, but LinkedIn has really done a great job of being that professional platform. And when personal content kind of ekes onto LinkedIn, it's, it's welcomed with open arms because there's always a takeaway that people can take from that piece of thought leadership that they can apply to their personal life or their professional life. And the other thing I see on LinkedIn that I see way more of there in a good way versus some other platforms is when there's inappropriate personal interactions on LinkedIn, they do tend to be a bit more intentional about shutting that down and it yeah. becoming about um, the thought leader and the professional versus uh, another dating site or a site where you can find um, those kinds of relationships. So that's what I really like about LinkedIn is as professionals, it's a great place for us to hang out. But even as people just trying to uh, learn new skills, you mentioned LinkedIn learning. Um, LinkedIn is a treasure trove of, of different learnings, whether it's through the learning platform or it's through our networks of connections. Fantastic. And to confirm, we have no affiliation with LinkedIn. We just think it's a fantastic tool. But I, I do like that lens you're trying to bring out here is go beyond social media. This is more about thought leadership. That's uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be adopting that. Thank you. No so Leanne, switching gears and looking be beyond LinkedIn, why is it important for an events professional to have a strong personal brand? Yeah, well, and LinkedIn is a great place for us to amplify our brand, but that's probably one of the biggest questions I get asked is why do I even need a personal brand? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I guess I have to look at our industry as a whole. We are an industry that's built on creating experiences. And that's actually what a personal brand is, is it is a created experience. So whether we're a sales professional or a meeting planner, 
the experience our clients have with us should start with us as the human before we even get to the meeting and event that they're going to experience. So that's where I see people who have a strong personal brand is they're making that human experience connection first, and then it, it, it kind of feeds into the larger event experience. Um, and when we're looking at a world that one day again will be about trying to grow our businesses. Right now we're in this interesting um, time with meetings and events because everything is such a flurry of activity and we're trying to hire and train and et cetera, so on. But as we start to level out again and we need to grow all of our respective businesses, it's those that have created that know, like, and trust factor through their personal brands that are going to secure those pieces of business. And you don't necessarily need to use LinkedIn to amplify your brand. It is, of course, the platform that you and I, Mitch, kind of recommend as being the platform. Yep. But whatever platform you choose, having created a, an experience on that chosen platform will allow people to connect with you faster and quicker so that you can have those business conversations that lead into a successful event. Right on. And, and you have highlighted a couple of these other options. There's LinkedIn, but you yourself, you're on multiple different mediums. You've got your blog, you've got your YouTube channel, lots of different tools out there. So I think you've just got to find what works well for you, what you get enjoyment out of, and then everything falls into place from there. Yeah. And my biggest uh, recommendation when you're looking at all the different platforms is start with one. Um, you know, I think we get overwhelmed when we want to start getting intentional about our brand that we have to be in all of these places. We need to be on Twitter and, and LinkedIn and Facebook. Now we got to start a video channel and a, and a podcast. Um, none of us have the bandwidth to do that all at once in the beginning. So choose one platform that speaks to you, get consistent on that platform, and then maybe start to add platforms as your bandwidth allows. That's a good strategy. Mm -hmm. So would you say that there are parallels between creating a memorable personal brand and executing a successful event? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the personality and the energy you bring to your personal brand, I think our clients can expect that in the service levels afterwards. Um, and that's, I guess, one of the recommendations when you're creating your brand is be very authentic in the brand that you're creating. Um, there's no need for you to, to create a persona that belongs to someone else. Uh, people want to hire you because they want to hire and work with you. Um, you know, Mitch, you and I are not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but the people that choose to work with us, it's because they've gotten to know us through our social media, through your podcast. So they already know who you are before we even hit the business stage. Um, so that's, again, where I think the personal brand can really amplify um, that know, like, and trust factor with um, our business relations, for sure. Amazing. So I, I've spent some time digging in on your blog, and there are a ton of resources there, some great content, but just actionable resources and takeaways that anyone can adopt immediately. One that stood out to me was your personal branding five-dimension framework. Now, without giving too much away, can you tell us a bit about this framework and, and what these five dimensions are? Yeah, well, and the, the five-dimension framework started because I'm a meeting planner, 
Um, And most meeting planners are type A personalities. I was having a hard time taking the somewhat abstract concept of meeting planning. I needed to make it concrete. I needed to actually see or, or feel or touch what personal branding meant. And so the the five dimension framework was born to kind of help people lead them down a journey of what does it actually look like now to create a brand. Um, And I, and I think when people talk about personal branding, there's just so many questions out there about what it is and how I get started. And, you know, what are the decisions I have to make about the brand? So the five dimension framework has you making those five decisions um, and the decisions are first, you need to develop your goals or, or rather define what your goals are. What are your goals for having a personal brand? And from there, all the other decisions do become a little bit easier. Then you can start to design your brand. And that's when you start to figure out what things about your personality that you want to amplify um, and, and make public so that people see those things about you. And from there, and then we're going to determine what our platforms are. And we talked about that a bit already, Mitch, where we don't have to be on all of the platforms. But if you visit your goals for having a personal brand, one of those platforms is going to be made obvious. And so now we've chosen the platform on which we're going to amplify our brand. And then we start creating our content. Mitch, you decided your content channel was going to be podcasts. That's brilliant. It probably is because it's answering one of those goals you set when you decided to start your podcast or amplify your brand. So we develop our content, we get it out there, we start to impact and influence our communities. And that's really the last piece of the personal branding puzzle is that our personal brands can't stand on its own merits. We need to build and support a community around us. And so that's a big part of the branding. So the five Ds, you're defining your goals, designing your brand, determining your platforms, developing your content, and finally discovering your community. That's really helpful. And uh, for those who want to learn more about this 5D framework, we will link to it in the show notes. But this is a, this is a really useful tool, um, an incredibly important framework and something that I'm personally going to be utilizing when looking at this podcast and ways to improve it going forward. But it seems to be more of a a long-term action plan and framework that you're working on and polishing over time. So Leanne, if, if you could give a few actionable steps that listeners could take immediately following this episode to develop a stronger personal brand, what would those be? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a very commonly asked question, because we want to take that abstract concept and now put it into tangible action. Um, And I think starting right back at the first D of the framework is decide what it is, why it is you're even building a personal brand in the first place. Are you building a personal brand because you want to be seen as a thought leader in our industry? Or are you building a personal brand so that you can influence business decisions and create sales for your product or service? Mm -hmm. Once you're clear on what it is and why it is you're creating a personal brand, then it'll become a little bit easier about what it is you want to amplify about your personality and, of course, what platform you want to sit on. I already mentioned earlier the the key to picking one platform at a time and sticking with it. That's probably one of the most important things. Um, But the other key is to extend yourself a little bit of grace. 
you can change your mind. Your personal brand is not static, nor is it owned by anybody else. Your brand can and will change many times through your career. Uh, so don't be afraid of that. And don't feel that you can't make changes to what it is that you want to talk about or the things that you want to showcase publicly about your brand. Um, extend yourself some grace when you want to make those changes and just go for it. That's fantastic. So Leanne, this was a really insightful episode. Thank you for your time today. If any of our listeners do want to learn more about your work, possibly connect with you to get some consulting on their personal brand and some assistance, what's the best way for them to do so? Yes. Well, I do have a blog, um, which is a great way to, to find some additional tips and, of course, to get a hold of me. And it's at leannecalderwood.com. Um, but I would be remiss if I didn't say you can always connect with me on LinkedIn, send <laughs> a direct message, start to practice your LinkedIn skills. I'm there as a great sounding board uh, to provide advice on how to use the platform. Wonderful. And we'll share all of that. So everyone, that wraps up our Where People Meet podcast episode on how to utilize LinkedIn to become the best events professional you can with the lovely Leanne Calderwood. Thanks for your time today, and we'll see you next time on the Where People Meet podcast.